You're listening to Destined Women Ministries, the podcast. Enjoy. Grace and peace, saints of God. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Destined Women Ministries, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for being here, and I'm looking forward to getting into this topic and this lesson today. So go with me into prayer before we get started. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you speak to your children. I pray that you reveal all truth to them by your spirit. I pray that you liberate them from their traditions and what they've learned in the name of Jesus and bring them into greater fellowship and deeper knowledge and revelation in you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, none of us, including myself, want to be held back by our own selves. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we love you. And I just say, speak, Lord, because your servants are listening. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is good. God is faithful. I want to tell you that when it comes to us maturing and growing literally, this is some advice that I'm giving you right now. One of the biggest things that we have to face is ourselves, like literally. You can apply it to this topic and a bunch of other topics also. When it comes to us being delivered, when it comes to us going forth, when it comes to us getting over issues, sometimes the biggest problem is us and our way of thinking and our level of comfortability, what we want to do, what we, what, how we want to think, how we want to feel. And I want you to apply that truth to multiple areas in your life, not just (laughs) this topic, but literally every single area. That truth is the reason why some of us can't move on from relationships or change the way we eat or, you know, move when the Lord tells us to move or walk into the promotion the Lord has for us. It's because essentially we haven't gotten over ourselves yet. So as we're seeking deliverance, from unclean spirits, check yourself, check your mind, check the way you think, go over with a fine tooth comb um, your thoughts and the things which come out of your mouth and your hopes and expectations for the future. What do you hope in? And I know all of us good old sanctified religious folk are going to say, my hope is in Jesus Christ, but do you believe that God is actually going to bless you and do things for you, that he actually will you know, um, give you the things that you've been praying for or give you the things that you haven't even asked for because you don't even have that high of a expectation for him? Do you believe that not God is able, because I know you know God is able, do you believe he will do it for you? So we, we need to change our way of thinking in every sense of um, that term and um, about ourselves and about God also. Um, God is so much bigger and far greater than anything we could ever imagine. And we can never figure him out. It's good to know him the way he reveals himself to us. It's good to press in in prayer and read the word. Um, But we'll never really figure him all the way out. So we can't say what he wouldn't do. (laughs) I mean, 
let's just put this there, unless it does not agree with his word. We can't say what he wouldn't do, what he wouldn't allow, um, you know, what process he wouldn't use. We can't say because God is sovereign. He's omniscient. We're not. Um, what we really need to do is make sure that whatever God is doing, whether it's beyond our thinking, which it usually is or not, we need to make sure that we are in sync with it. We need to make sure that we are in alignment with him. And whatever you're doing in this season, Lord, don't do it without me, okay? I want to be ready. I want to be prepared. You know, take me deep into prayer, impart into me, and I, I want to be ready for what you are doing. And God is actually doing things. I don't want to say something. He is doing some things and he is doing some things for several people and um, I hear the spirit of the Lord saying that he's made several promises to some of the people who are listening to this and even some of the younger people you have this um this this imagination about what you want the future to be like and what type of spouse you want and what you're willing to do sacrifice and give up for the Lord and God is going to <clears throat> not only meet you at your heart's desires, he's going to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. God, he, it's, it's, it's time. It's that type of season where he is, he's ready and he's pouring it out. It's like he's preparing the he's preparing you and he's preparing the right circumstances to pour out these blessings and these things that he has stored away for you um, and it's because of your faithfulness it's because of your zeal it's because of your willingness to sacrifice it's because of your humility it's because of your obedience it's because you've actually been seeking him with diligence and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And God is not holding your mistakes against you. God is not about to be bringing up your past. The only way your past is going to come up if it's going to be used as a testimony of how good and great and powerful and magnificent God really is. So I just want to encourage you to please stop beating up on yourself. Your righteousness comes through God. It comes through Jesus Christ. As long as you stay in him, you will move forward in the spirit. And being in him, it shifts from season to season. And you will go from glory to glory. If you're in Christ, you're not going to stay in the same place. He's going to be moving you because he has a plan. And there are things the Lord is doing. And he just needs you to be in sync with those things. So you have to stay in prayer Feed yourself with the preached word of God, um, the, the written word of God, read the Bible, and um, move forward because God is preparing you for some things, okay? And you want to be ready when those things are poured out upon you. Now, there are so many things that we do which store away blessings and treasures and all of those things for us. 
Um, and one demonstration of great faith that absolutely stores away blessings and treasures for us in heavenly places is giving, okay? And I've taught about giving, um, you know, through this ministry before. I've taught you all about the five biblical ways of giving. I've taught you about tithing, offering, alms, um, giving to your teachers, and also first fruits. And when I first taught first fruits, um, I told you all, it was, it was the last form of giving that I taught about when I, I did that really um, long lesson when we had a service out in Georgia. And the, the final thing I had taught you all about was first fruits, and um, I had practiced it. It's what the Lord led me to do, and I had never been taught about it before. I had never heard of it before. Um, the Lord began to introduce it to me. It's not something, you know, that I was ever taught in any church that I went to, basically. And so the Lord introduced me to first fruits, and it kept coming up, and the Lord allowed me to understand that he wanted all of the blessing that I was going to get. And um, some of you, if you saw the video um, when I got that new car, um, I told you it was about $10,000. And I didn't know that I was actually going to be getting that money. It ended up being double. And during that time, um, I was speaking to the Lord. And at that time, I knew I had two checks coming. I knew one was going to be maybe somewhere around five, four thousand, something like that. And then I had another one that was coming. I wasn't exactly sure how much that was going to be, but I know it was going to also be in the thousands. So I said, well, Lord, why do you want that one and not the other one? Because remember, I'm not exactly sure about how much either check was going to be. And the Lord literally said to me, <laughs> The second one is not enough. You can keep that. I mean, like, you ever had somebody, like, kind of fan you away? Like, I felt fanned away. Like, take that other little check. I don't want that. It's not enough. And I've come to understand that, <laughs> first of all, we can't buy blessings. But there are some things that God wants to give us. There are um, seasons of harvest that are coming in our life. And there's a certain type of seed that harbors a certain type of harvest. Now, this is something that I did not know. Like I said, I was not brought up on this teaching. This is something the Lord introduced me to more recently. So um, I said, okay, fine. <laughs> you can have that one. I was like, okay. And so um, I ended up getting the second check. That second check was like $2,500 or something like that. But that first check, was almost $10,000. And I'm like, Lord, you are like really amazing. And do I want to say cool or do I want to say funny? <laughs> I'll say he's funny. Um, but he got the amount that he wanted. And um, it, it set me up for open doors. You know, there sometimes there are just things the Lord wants to do. But Honestly, if we're just real about it, sometimes he requires things from us first. It's like you do this and it's going to set off this domino effect. 
and I'm going to begin to open up doors and I'm going to begin to send deliverance and I'm going to begin to direct your path into a different space. I'm going to begin to break off those generational curses. I need you to demonstrate the type of faith it takes to please me enough to do that, to do all of those things for you. So, um, and that's my personal experience. You know, I don't know how you all feel about it, but I can say that I have been with the Lord for some time now. And um, this, this, this special seed, I didn't understand that. Sometimes there are just special seeds. This special seed actually really blessed my life. So I'm going to obey the Lord um, and teach this before I go into the series surviving singlehood. Okay. I'm going to obey him because in the summer, um, the Lord told me he wanted me to teach on first fruits. He did not want me to teach on tithing, offering, none of those things. He wanted me to teach, um, you know, my brothers and sisters in the Lord, the people who are going to listen to this podcast. He wanted me to teach you all about first fruits and he's very specific. And, um, you know, more recently within the past weeks, the Lord is like, I want you to teach on this now. And what I'm sensing is the Lord wants to (laughs) bring you into an increase. Some of you have been having financial difficulties and struggles. Some of it is a curse. Some of it is poverty. Some of it is generational. So that means that some of your family has never walked into the type of wealth and the type of income the Lord is about to just cause you to literally, he's just about to thrust you into it. Um, and uh, for the sake of what the Lord wants me to teach and what he is revealing to me as I'm recording this, um, he wants that type of seed from you. Um, I'm going to give this disclaimer right now. I feel led by the Lord to do this right now. This is not like a ploy or a plot to get you to sow into this ministry. You sow where you are led to sow, okay? You don't have to sow into me. You sow where you are led to sow. I'm coming to you as a teacher. I'm coming to you as a daughter of God who have who has experienced this firsthand. Um, I have not, you know, ever mishandled the 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 blessings the Lord gives to me or the the people the Lord has um, sent to follow this ministry. So I don't want y'all to forget that. I'm teaching this because the Lord actually told me to, and he wants me to. So I'm obeying the Lord by teaching this, um, this particular offering. And God wants coming, going into 2022, he wants that first fruits offering. I'm going to say it um, just the way the Lord has given it to me in my spirit. God wants a first fruit offering. And so um, for all of us, it's a challenge. And I'm going to give you all some scripture and everything like that. But I just feel led to um, just talk to you all. And the Lord even wants me to share some things I honestly didn't want to share and was not planning on sharing. But um, of course, I'm going to give first fruits um, this coming January. And um, I'm pretty sure I know how I want to sow and where I'm going to sow. And um, I, like I said, I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I'm going to wait until the Lord um, really confirms that for me. But I, I, I'm pretty sure I know where the Lord wants me to sow that seed. And just like the beginning of 2021, 
I really had a need for that money. I needed it because um, the Lord told me to move. I had to move quick and all that stuff. And so when I actually gave him that money at the beginning of the year, I ended up moving with like a couple of hundred dollars. You know, there, I mean, like, I can't even explain how um, that money at that time, if I was not obedient, could have gone to other things, you know? Um, But I really don't care because all the silver and gold belongs to God. I'm going to give him what he's saying because it's all his anyway. Um, I'm his, my life is his. So I'm not about to hold on to money because um, when we get down to, to, to the nitty gritty, to the real stuff, money can't do what favor can anyway. Money can't do what God can do. So And I am a living witness of that. So um, this this next year coming in, I have to give first fruits. And again, I have a, a actual real need where, where, you know, anyone would say, okay, this money, they would count on it. This money can go towards this. And, um, for me, um, I really don't want to continue into this topic just because, it is not so much that I really care about what anybody thinks. It's more about what I think about it. Um, I know that if I dwell on it, it may not be the best topic for me psychologically. I can't dwell on it because mentally it's not really that good for me to dwell on if I want to stay happy and peaceful and things like that. I just have to take it for what it is and leave it where it is. But um, I basically have to have... um, Let me breathe. I have to have like a series of surgeries. And um, I could use the, the finances to help me pay for those surgeries because I have to pay for (laughs) the surgeries that I need to have. Um, My issue was um, far worse than I what, what I thought. And I'm just thankful that the Lord led me the way he did to kind of go get my body checked out and things like that. But um, anyway, I could use that money the beginning of the year so I can continue to put it towards the surgeries I need to have. And um, the Lord wants it. And I can't even say that he necessarily asked me for it. But honestly, y'all, I want to give it to him. Like, I know I need it, but I know it's not mine. I know that first fruit, that first fruit, that first, first money I'm going to get next year, I know that's his. That money does not belong to me. That money belongs to God. And I know that he's going to make sure all of my needs are met. Um, Last year... Um, the Lord blessed me with a car that, I mean, I've never seen anyone in the car I have. I've never seen anyone in it. Um, never. I've never seen, I've seen people in that type of car, but never just like mine. It's like, I've never seen it, never seen the color. I've never seen it before. And, um, he gave me something that honestly, there's no way that I could have, I'm telling you, 
it was it was a straight miracle. I mean, literally to this very day, like people run up to my car and they um, did trying to just figure out what type of Mercedes it is. People videotape me when I'm at the stoplight. They they're videotaping my car. It looks like maybe putting it on like social media or whatever. Like I don't even know what. But people like really flip out about that car. And I'm telling y'all, I went into the dealer just going off the vision that God had continually given me about the car he wanted me to have. And I'm like, I want the one with the humpback. You know, like I I just can't forget that. Like I didn't even know what the car was. (laughs) And, um, you know, God really, he really gave me something that people who have a far greater income than I do cannot afford or cannot get, you know, the, me being able to drive that car off of the lot. Like when I tell you the people in the dealership was like, I mean, everybody just came out and like, they couldn't, it's not that they couldn't believe it. It's just that the car that I had was so rare that, um, (laughs) they were just like, really, you know, we'll take care of her. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Lord really blessed me. And so I'm just sharing that just to say, like, he blessed me beyond what I could have done with my own resources if I just went in there saying I wanted that car. He gave me complete favor. If you all remember, I was not supposed to get that car. They told me, you know, you have to pay this amount. And I said, well, I don't have that amount, but I know what God showed me, so I'm going to keep looking. And so I saw another one, and it was way less expensive, and it was way more basic, and it was not necessarily comparable to what I ended up with. But I said, it, it has that kind of humpback look, so we're going to go with that. And he came, he went, and he said, okay, he, I don't understand. I still don't get it. <laughs> he went to tell them that I wanted a different car and came back to me and said, okay, they said they'll give you the first one. And I'm like, What? <laughs> The one that I couldn't afford, they're gonna give me, they're gonna give it to me for a price that I can afford. Like that car, that particular, that car, really? So, um, but it was a gift from the Lord. And like I said, the Lord had been telling me since the the year prior, you're getting a Mercedes, and I had never necessarily thought that I would have one. <laughs> and it's not something that I had said to the Lord, hey, you know. Daddy, I want a Mercedes. I was fine in my Mazda. You know, I thought I was really rolling in my Mazda. I had no problem with my um, Mazda and my vinyl seats and all that stuff. Like, I had no problem. So um, it was it was not me. And I'm telling you, I was telling people because the Lord was telling me, tell, tell them because it's going to be a testimony when you get it. So I'm like, God is going to get me a Mercedes. <laughs> I'm going to get my Mercedes, you know? And um, it just had to happen because... I didn't even understand the severity of what I was saying. He's like, no, ser- no, seriously, you're getting a Mercedes. Um, but it's the way he chose to bless me. And I can't say, again, I can't say that you can buy blessings and all that stuff, but there are some seeds that you sow that just reap a particular harvest. Um, the Like I said, you all know, like I've moved a couple of times this year since I've been in Raleigh and... Um, I'm still really blessed and I live in a really nice building and um, I have really wonderful neighbors now (laughs) and my apartment is really, really beautiful. And um, again, (laughs) there's no way, I'll just put it like this. This is all Jesus. This is all Jesus. There are people who make 
more money than I do who probably could not get into this building. When I moved into this apartment, the property manager said to me, because I had moved into a different apartment um, and it didn't work out for me in there, so I asked him to put me someplace else. And she said to me, this place has been empty since March, and that's unusual because these types of apartments, because it's a duplex and it's top floor, she said these types of apartments, um, they don't last. And she said, it's literally been sitting here since March. And mind you, I moved into this one um, towards the end of June. And she said, um, yeah, right, the middle, middle of June. Wait, yeah, it was around the middle of June. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just a little towards towards the end, more towards the end. And um, she said, I, I think it was meant for you because the likelihood that it's actually still here, that doesn't even happen. And so um, it's, it's those type of blessings where God says, I'm setting things to the side for you, things no one can touch. I'm going to give you things that you can't afford. I'm going to introduce you to your spouse. <laughs> you know, I'm going to fix those health issues and the issues that you've been having physically. Those are things that I'm going to do because you gave that first fruits offering. Um, and the, for, for this is spiritually, first fruits is it's an act of great faith. Okay. It's an act of faith, period. Um, however we want to cut it, it's, it's not something that, you know, we just do. It's, it's something that we do by faith. Um, and when you look it up, a lot of people say, you know, it's something that we do out of obedience, but I don't know about anybody else. I'm going to obey God, but this is going to take a lot of faith for me each and every time, because each and every time I still have a car note, I still have rent, I still have need a need to eat food every day. <laughs> I still have two cats to take care of. I still need gas, you know, like I still have needs. So it, it's going to take faith for me to take something that could help me. And let's not even talk about the surgery. Y'all heard the pauses. I can't even right now. <laughs> But um, it's going to take great faith for me to be able to do that. I'm going to obey him, but just to have the faith, this is the faith, that God is going to provide every single need I have for the rest of the year, far beyond that money I'm going to give him can do. That right there is, that's the faith. And this first fruit seed, the Jewish people, the Hebrew people would call it, God will provide. It wasn't just first fruits for them. They called this offering literally, God will provide. And that's because when you give it, you have to have that mentality because this is their first fruits now. Now we're talking about they've been toiling, they've been watering, they've been tending to this, and now harvest has come and they're taking all of it, all the wheat, and they're doing this throughout the um, spring season, the summer season, and some of the fall season because everything is not to be harvested at the same time. So we're talking about dates, pomegranate, we're talking about wheat, we're talking about barley, all these things throughout. So this is happening to them consistently where the first fruit of what they've been waiting for finally comes and they take all of it and they take it to the house of the Lord and they present it to the priests. And let's go there. Let's go there to that scripture. 
Um, I find it so amazing. And when you think about the Lord and his people, it takes such integrity to do that, to take everything that you've been sowing for, taking all of that <laughs> and giving it to the priest and saying, okay, <laughs> this is an offering to God. Let me find this scripture. I do believe we can find it. It's Deuteronomy 26 and... Here we go. 26 and 2. It says, Thou shalt take the first, y'all shalt thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee. See, you, you hear how the Lord is saying this. Listen, you know this land that you have that I've given you. <laughs> you know that job you have that God gave you. You know that bank account you have that belongs to the Lord. You know, he's like, listen, this is not even your land. I gave it to you. He says, um, uh, okay, let me just go back. Which thou shalt bring of thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee and shall put it in a basket. He's saying, I want you to present this to me nice. <laughs> Don't just come handing it to me in a sack. I want this, place it in a basket. Make it look real pretty. And I'm telling you, the reason why God says that about first fruits and not about other offerings is because this one is actually really special um, to him and it's special spiritually. And um, I personally believe it causes a special type of connection because you've demonstrated a special type of faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. But can you imagine a specialized faith, how that especially pleases the Lord. So he says, I want you to take this particular offering, put it in a basket. And it says, and you shall go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. So you take this to the house of the Lord. Take this to the ministry that blesses you. Um, I'm, I don't have a church. I'm not sowing my first fruits into a church. This is just like literally, if I'm just going to be candid with y'all, it's a ministry that I came across on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm, I'm going to give it because those videos, they bless me. So if you're going to bless me, then I'm going to, I'm just, I'm going to sow into you. That's just, that's first of all, it's scriptural and that's just how it goes. Um, if you are the one who's blessing me, if God can use you to get a word through me, um, through to me, to change my life, to help me with my prayer life or whatever, I'm going to sow into you. And so um, he says, basically, take it to where my name is. Take it to where my name is, that place, okay? And he says, and thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days and say unto him, I profess, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God, that I am come unto the country which the Lord swear unto our fathers to give us. So you, you do this thing and you have this mindset where you say, God has been faithful to me. God has fulfilled his promises. God has made some promises to my family. He has kept us and he has given these things to us. God has been faithful. I'm giving this to you. He's talking to the priest. God says, this is what I want you to do. He's telling this to the priest and listen to what he says. And the priest shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord. These things go into the hands of the priest and um, they use it for uh, whatever they need to do as they are working for the Lord. Um, and being in ministry myself, um, I have a far greater respect for that. 
I don't need to know every single detail, quite frankly. I don't need to know what type of toothpaste you're going to buy. I don't need to know how much of it you're giving to the poor. Like, I don't need to know that. Um, I just need to know that I've done what the Bible has told me to do. That's, that's my biggest concern right there. Right there. Did I do that? <laughs> did, I, did I do that? Then good. Thank you, Jesus. I did what I was supposed to do. And when the books are open and you judge me out of this word, I want to um, be judged in righteousness that I did this thing the way the Bible says to do it. Thank you, Lord. And so let's go to Proverbs 3. I know we've all heard this one. Proverbs uh, 3, 9 through 10. And it says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all of your increase. So this is not necessarily speaking about the typical income that you consider. And for everyone who's thinking, well, the Hebrew people, they just came and they gave, you know, different types of food and um, things like that. Well, that was currency for them. So they didn't have like dollar bills and things like that. But for them, their their money was literally food. They sold oil, oil, they sold barley, they sold these things. This is how they made their income. This is how they ate. Okay, they traded things. Give me that, give me that um scarlet fabric, please. Thank you very much. And take these two ephahs <laughs> of this barley here. You know, this this is this is how they lived. So for them, it actually was a source of income. It did mean that they were not going to have the amount of revenue or um, resources they typically would have had if they would have been able to keep all their first fruits because it wasn't just for them to eat. It was also for them to use, to grow, to multiply, to increase themselves um, financially as far as currency is concerned. But listen to what... Um, the scripture goes on to say, after you give your first fruits of all of your increase, your increase, the things that have come into your life, listen to verse 10. It says, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Excuse me a minute, because <laughs> that just hit my spirit. Because there's this thing about new wine in this season being poured out. And God, he's telling us, you're oppressed. You want this, this new wine? You got you to gotta give that. It's, there are things that precede certain things happening, right? We, we do understand that. Before there's a wedding, there has to be a proposal. You know, like there are certain things that have to precede certain events taking place. You want your presses to burst out with new wine. You have to sow that first fruits seed. You have to give the Lord the first fruits of all of your increase. He wants the first. You can have all the increase you want throughout the year, but he wants the first of everything that you have. He says your barns will be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst out with new wine what do you think that equals? Not only will you be eating good, but you'll also, that sounds to me like business ventures and all of that. Because what you're about to do with all that wine, I know you're not about to drink all that. You're going to sell, you're going to sell that wine. You're going to barter that wine. You're going to trade it. <laughs> so um, this is the benefits of first fruits. Basically what happens is you get an abundant amount of increase in favor beyond what's natural. Okay, your presses bursting with new wine, that's not natural. That is supernatural. That's favor. That's things that you can't can't plan for 
work for, or buy. That comes from the Lord. And that's what the first fruit offering does. It releases favor into your life that can only come from God. That's it. We're going to give our tithes. We're going to give our offerings. We have to remember in his word, he says, you robbed me in tithes and offering. He didn't just say tithe, even though that's sometimes that's what we focus on. He said tithing and offering. So offering is important to me. I make sure that when I'm tithing, I also make sure (laughs) I'm giving an offering with it because not doing that can cause me to be a robber. We have to give alms. These are things that we should do. And I remember when I first taught this lesson and I taught about first fruits, I said, this is for people who are operating in a certain level of faith. It's not for everybody, but the Lord wants me to tell this to everybody because he wants all of his children to operate out of faith. And he doesn't want us to be those type of stingy children that when we get something, you know, it's just supposed to be ours and we can't give nothing to God. And we, we don't trust him enough. We don't have that much faith because we have plans. Let me tell you something. I have actually actual real plans, like things I need, things I want, things I need, all capital letters, and things I really want. There's nothing that I want more than to please God and to demonstrate the type of faith that makes him happy. I want to demonstrate excellence in every area of my life, and that includes giving. So I want you all to know, I'm giving my first fruits. This is not just a lesson that I'm teaching you and just expecting you to be pouring out the first of everything that you have and all that stuff. No, I'm pouring it out too. So essentially, this is something all of God's children really should be doing. And it is, it's a different level of teaching, but we don't want to be on those lower levels. I want to be in the higher level of teaching and I want to be in the higher level of blessings also. Some seeds just require and they just harbor just God to just pour out blessings upon you. And first fruits, from my experience, is one of those seeds, okay? So I want you to be blessed and I want you to give your first fruits seed at the beginning of this year. And what that looks like is the first large income that you get that is not your typical income because you tithe on your income. You give offering from your income. You may sow into your teacher's lives through your income. Um, You may give alms to your income. That's not what God is after. God is after the first fruits. He wants all of it and the the biggest one. (laughs) Like he told me last year, like, no, you can keep that, that, that other check. That's too small. I want that one. Okay. God wants you to demonstrate that faith. Some of us have been praying for things and I I just, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pray for your faith right now. Because quite frankly, I'm just going to let y'all know my mindset. I know what I need. I know what I want, but there's nothing that I need and want more than pleasing God and demonstrating great faith, mature faith. And just, I just want to operate on the highest level possible, honestly. And um, if there's another thing that I can do that takes me deeper into the spirit or that opens doorways for me of understanding, revelation, breakthrough, deliverance, because it's not all going to just be natural, you know, it's going to be some spiritual blessings too involved in what the Lord is going to do. He's going to bless you spiritually. He's going to give you greater insight spiritually. He's going to bring deliverance to areas that (laughs) you didn't even know you needed deliverance in. God is going to start working on you. And I can say that also that happened to me also. It wasn't just natural things. It was things that it don't, it doesn't even matter. Money can't buy. You understand? These are things that, I mean, spiritual 
blessings, doors open, victories won. Thank you, Jesus. And so although I do have that need, um, this consistent need coming up um, for the series of um, medical procedures and surgeries that I do need to have, I'm trusting the Lord that he's able to handle that as he's trusting me to handle this. I know I'm showing him I can handle finances. And when you show him that you know how to sow then he can trust you with <laughs> with increase. Right. Because you're going to do the right thing with it. OK, so um, bless you all. And I'm just going to pray for your faith. The Lord will increase your faith in that he will find pleasure in the heart you sow with and your choice, the choice you make. Father, in the name of Jesus, we love you. You are good. You are awesome. There truly is none like you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you for saving us, God. Thank you, God, that we are not like the way we were before. In Jesus' name, thank you, God, for healing us. Thank you for healing our minds. Thank you, God, that we no longer want to do the things we used to do. Thank you for saving our souls. Thank you for changing us. Lord God, you are so good. You're so awesome. You're so beautiful. And we just thank you so much. We love you so much, God. Hallelujah. 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 Father, I pray for each and every person who is listening to this broadcast right now that you would pour into them. Just, just open up their hearts and soften their hearts to receive your word and to receive your will and to receive your truth in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that your spirit moves in the name of Jesus. Let this work be done by your spirit now. Hallelujah. I've planted or I've watered, but God, you're the only one who can bring that increase, Lord. And I pray that their faith increases in the name of Jesus, that they trust you with everything, not just some things, and that they're able to walk in the blessings you have for them, that they demonstrate this great faith that it takes to receive the things that they're going to be walking into in 2022 in the name of Jesus. And even some of you will be blessed towards the end of this year before you even give it. It's like God is just, it's just what he wants to do. It's like, it's time. It's time for that. And he's going to do even greater next year. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. We love you. And I just ask God again, soften their hearts and allow them to make the right choice and to choose to believe you and to give cheerfully and happily in the name of Jesus. Lead them to where you want them to sow, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Let it be good ground. Let it be ground that brings forth fruit in their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. And whoever they sow into and whichever ministry they sow into, we pray right now for that ministry and for those leaders in the name of Jesus, that you would bless them and increase them and provide for them, Lord, and help them and strengthen their faith and strengthen them and encourage them in the name of Jesus as they pour out into your people. Lord, we love you. We thank you. And it's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Yes, I um, heard that that even um, towards the end of this year, before this year is over, God is going to be giving unusual blessings. And I must say that happened to me the end of 2020. I ended up actually getting a brand new truck. It was a 2021 Dodge Durango. And to me, that was a blessing. I got that in like December 2020. But now, you know, we've come to the understanding that the Lord was just using that so that sometimes I can take you guys home after service or to a um, hotel, um, multiple of you. And then also so that um, 
I could move. I could actually take my stuff and make that trip back and back and forth from Georgia to Raleigh until, you know, I was settled in. And once I got here, God had greater for me. And I just want to tell you, God has greater for you, but the blessings are going to begin to unfold. And may you fall so in love with our, our father that you want to give him everything you can. I love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for being my sibling in the Lord. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for listening. May you, may we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Destined Women Ministries podcast. I pray this fellowship was edifying, enlightening, and encouraging. If our fellowship blessed you today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. While you're at it, share this episode with friends, family, co-workers, social media followers, or anyone you believe would benefit from this teaching. And I'll be right back here every Monday and Thursday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Destined Women Ministries podcast. For more information about this ministry, please visit www.destinedwomenministries.com.